Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, Commanders fans? We're back. Another episode of the Believe in Commanders show here on the network. I'm Anthony Armstrong, the original 13. Brian Murphy is down there in ATL. He's got the collared polo on. He's looking professional. He got that hair uh, combed over there to the side. Looking yeah. good, my friend. How are you doing? Uh, glad to be back in Texas personally. How are you? Yeah, yeah. Good to see you. I know a lot of things have changed, even though it's only been a week since we last talked. You've uh, gone to camp. The The month has rolled over to August, which means there are actual football games this this month. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing well. So we got a lot to talk about, uh, but I'm doing well. Glad to see you made it back home. Can't wait to talk about how camp was, and we'll dive into all that and, and more here. Yes, it's going to be a, an exciting episode because I want to get to talk about my time up there at training camp. I haven't been to training camp in almost 10 years, and, and I'm glad to be able to go to one and not have to put on the pads and the kits right. to, to be, part, be able to participate. So we'll talk about what went down at training camp, talk about who was there, and we'll talk about a little bit of what we saw on the field. But before we get to all of that, we got to hear from our sponsor, hear from the good people over there at Bet Online. Uh, betonline.ag, that's the place to do all your betting. That's the place to go over there and get your sports wagers. But Brian's going to tell you about them. So, Brian, let the good people know about Bet Online. Yeah, as AAA said, it's your number one source. Uh, the only place to go, betonline.ag. Get the latest odds, lines, matchup reports, all that stuff for baseball. Season's rolling on. The trade deadline has passed. Like I said, there are football games this month, this month in August that are going on. Go check those out at BetOnline as well. It continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wager, wagers, including live betting, uh, casino and card games, all of that available right at the tip of your fingers. Head to the website or use the your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Use our code BLEAV for your 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline, where the game starts. Where the game starts. Yes, indeed. Uh, I love that BetOnline has a lot of different wagers out there now. So you can, uh, if you want to play around with some things and just kind of get creative and just say, man, why not? I'll throw a couple of dollars at that. You have that opportunity to do that. So uh, check out the good people over there at BetOnline. That's right. All right. Let's get this thing. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, like I said, there were some superstars at camp, at camp, and uh, one of them was our very own Triple A, Anthony Armstrong, you got the chance to go up there. We talked about it last time, how you and the fam are going up there. I saw some great pictures. It looked like a lot of fun. I don't typically get FOMO, but I was really, I was, I felt like I was missing out. Just the the vibe, the energy. I want you to take it away, but I just want to let you know that I was very jealous of you and the fact that you were watching the Burgundy and Gold. And it, it means football season's right around the corner. It means a new chapter, all that good stuff. But tell me about it. How was it? What went down? What was the atmosphere like? We'll get to the X's and O's in a little bit, but but yeah, what yeah. was the atmosphere like in Ashburn? The atmosphere in Ashburn was absolutely electric. It was it, it was the you could feel the energy from July 20th had just continued and it never dampened. It didn't go down. People, fans, the Burgundy Gold Faithful were out in full force. And in the next day, actually, the following day, uh was fan day and i'll tell you a little bit about that one but i was there on 728 that was legends day where they invited um you know former players alumni to come out and watch uh, watch practice and one of the biggest things that people have seen out at camp was the fact that they added these bleachers 
and had little, you know, suites up top that are covered and they got some fans blowing and whatnot. And and they have a, a real, you know, spot on professional training camp experience that they provided for the people. Um, and that was absolutely awesome to be a part of and to be there. And I can tell you, they started off the right way by having Kevin Durant in the building. KD from PG County, one of the biggest fans of the Burgundy and Gold. He was there ready to go. And the only guy who showed him up was you. The fact that you were there, you were the only one to outshine him. So that, how did that feel to be the, the biggest stud there? I know like some basketball players, okay, but he, he was probably like, oh my gosh, Triple A is here. So, but no, I imagine it was, it was a lot of fun. I saw your pictures. You got to meet up with some former teammates. I saw some guys that I hadn't even thought about in a while. And so, yeah, and, 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 Speaking to what you said, it seems like a professional operation. I saw that they have like the team store out there now, and that's open all through camp. Um, they have all kinds of stuff going on. Um, I, I, I want to get up there. I have no way to get up there. I don't know that it's going to happen, but in my mind, yeah. I, I want to get up there so badly. Maybe I mean, just hop on a flight, hop on a flight, see what's coming up, you know, check with the wife first, make sure yeah, you yeah, get yeah, players yeah. before you do that, but hop on a flight and, and maybe it's worth it to go up there and find something midweek, right? Yeah. Who knows? Bring, bring, uh, bring the little kiddo with you yeah. and get him a training camp experience. But you mentioned former players there are a yeah. lot of familiar faces. Um, a lot of guys have slimmed down. They, they're not as big as they used to be. Um, some names I wrote down, Rocky McIntosh, Evan Royster was in the building, Will nice. Montgomery, Mike Sellers is the size of a Tesla. The guy is huge. Um, so he's he's still looking good. Freddie Davis was there. Raven yep. Caldwell, Roy Jefferson, Ricky Irvins, Josh Morgan is coaching in the D.C. area. Uh, Josh Wilson is still in that area. Doc Walker, obviously everybody knows Doc Walker. Um, and you're looking at Eddie Mason as well. And there's a lot of other names. Rock Cartwright yes. is there. Okay, I thought that was him. He was one of my favorites, yeah. just the guy that did a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Rock Cartwright was there. Uh, I already said Doc Walker. I mean, so many faces. It was, it was awesome to be out there. I, I, on the next day, the 29th, was Fan Day. And there was over 10,000 yeah. Burgundy and Gold Faithful that showed up. Uh, if you didn't see the commander's Instagram post of Ron Rivera's speech, or he said, these folks didn't quit on us. They just weren't showing up. It was for good reason. Mm. Well, they're here now. Uh, Tell where 10,000 people showed up and put on. But you want to know, you want to know one thing that lets me know that things are in a much better place than they were before. There was ice cream provided for the media members. Let's go. I don't think that at ever any point in time, that Dan Snyder would have provided ice cream for the media members. Not once. And just to see, you know, Lake Lewis, friend of the show, over there smiling, cheesing with his sunglasses on and his little gelato uh, on that turf field, I, I knew that, hey, they're, they're doing things the right way. They're doing things the right way. Yeah, I, I, I saw all that, and, and it just speaks volumes. Like, I, I saw that Mike Sellers was on the radio up there and how much it means to former players. I hear it in your voice. Like, I, I know you were there, and I know you were a professional, and things were not great, you know, uh, on you know on the field aside, but, like, off the field, it was obvious. And you can just hear mm -hmm. and see it. It feels like this this lightness has has rolled into to the DMV. And it yeah. just feels like a, a sleeping giant is about to wake up. Not the not those guys from New Jersey, but the the sleeping giant <laughs> that is the, the DC faithful. And it's just so awesome to see that out there. I was refreshing my Twitter or sorry, X and Instagram, trying to see all the videos of everybody up there. The the social media team feels like it's like 
I don't know. I feel like their job's probably getting way easier because everybody's so excited. Right. There are a lot of smiles, but they did some cool videos of the fans coming in, and it, it was packed. And and I have to imagine that that rolls in. If this if that's what training camp looks like when it's hot and it's miserable, mm-hmm. I know what it feels like down here, and I can imagine what it feels like in Texas, and I know what it feels like up there sometimes. But uh, when it gets to be cool and when there are real games being played, I think this is going to roll over then. Like I, I'm so excited for it and. Uh, just to hear you know you talking about it and, and all these former players and all the media members like that we all follow and know and have had on the show, it, it makes a huge difference. It's 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 not going to lead to wins right away. You know that that doesn't translate to going ten and seven. It doesn't translate to going twelve and five. But yeah, it's the right. It's a, it's a it's a good start. Yeah, sure as hell doesn't hurt. No, I'll tell you that much. It does not hurt to know that you have your fans back in the building. And, and you mentioned it hearing in my voice. Uh, my wife, uh, she used to work at the organization and she even mentioned that she's like proud to say, hey, I, I, I work there, you know, and, yeah. and I was thinking this morning about it. It's, it's kind of like you don't know how bad it is when you're in it. Uh, but then whenever you get treated a different way and you see how everybody's smiling and then the environment feels and you're like, wow, I guess it was kind of toxic over here. You know what I mean? Like. Um, it was a tough place to work. It wasn't the easiest place to go in and try to, you know, just, uh, you know, do your job at the highest level. There's always something to try to, you know, evade and make sure you stayed out of the way of. And, and now I I just feel like things are really moving in the right direction. I'm proud of what they're doing. Uh, proud of what Jason Wright has done. And and I'm excited to see what this new ownership does moving forward because they have a lot of things on their plate and there's a lot of changes that, you know, fans want to have happen. Um, and there's some things I know they want to do themselves. So I'm excited for what they have up their sleeves. Yeah, I've seen, uh, you know, different tweets and, and videos and pictures and stuff that you got to meet with Jason Wright. We've seen that Josh Harris has been out there uh, multiple times. Uh, you know, it, it just obviously it feels like a new chapter. But what was it like uh, running into Jason Wright? And, you know, I, I'm assuming you got to talk to him for a second, but just, uh, you know, Talk about that a little bit and and what it means to him and, and probably means to some of these guys that have been there, like a Ron Rivera, that have been through kind of, for lack of a better word, a, a storm. And now they're coming out on the other end. Man, talking with Jason, uh, I you know Tim uh, Hightower made the made the introduction. hadn't hadn't spoken with Jason before, and it was at the end. You know, I had tired kids and whatnot, but uh, spoke to Jason. And at first and foremost, I had to just tell him, "Hey, man, good job with what you've done so far. I mean, you've had to handle a lot." There's been a lot put on your plate and, and people are tough on you, but you've done a great job. And uh, he was appreciative of that. And you know, we spoke a little bit just about, you know, how to help each other, how to how to you know be involved with what's going forward and just trying to you know make sure a good product put out there on the field. And, and, I, and I feel confident that things will be done the right way uh, moving forward. I and mean, I'm excited to talk with him further uh, just to just to see how I can help. how I can be a part of that thing and and help push things in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, he's always welcome on the show, obviously. So that's Absolutely. an open invitation. Absolutely. And I saw, I saw your, uh, sorry, X again, not your tweet, but your X that you had a dream you might, uh, that Ron Rivera, somebody called you to be on the oh coaching my. staff. Well, how does my that, guy. can we put man, that into look, action? Man, look, so I'm sitting here, I'm sleeping, and and I have a, this very vivid dream. I don't, I don't have a lot of dreams, but I had a dream. My phone rang, said Ron Rivera. And then my first thought was, I don't even know I had his number. <laughs> Right. And then I'm like, I'm surprised that he just has it on the caller ID like that. But he's old school. So that may just be what he does. And I pick it up and he's like, hey, this is Coach Rivera. And just, you know, want to see if he'd be interested in 
uh, being on staff, you know, and I was just kind of taken aback. Uh, but then I woke up. I woke <laughs> up. And, and, you know, it was an assistant receiver coach position. Um, but yeah, that happened. That was kind of weird. Um, just, I guess you let you know things are going right and you, and you feel good about it. But I guess it's also with all this film watching that I've been doing lately, um, I feel like the rust is coming off and, and the coaching lingo is coming out and I'm like ready to break some things down. So I like that. It. That was a weird dream, but everybody on Twitter, a lot of people on Twitter, are like, hey man, manifest that, make that happen. Yeah, if you keep going up there and bumping into Jason Wright, he comes on our show regularly. You get a mm. relationship with him that you never know. You never know. We might yeah. end up being the official podcast of the Commanders. Hey, hey. can we work that hey. out? Can I still get your time if you're out there on the the coaching field? Hey, well, you know, I make that happen. I think I'll see where that would be a problem. <laughs> Uh, so we'll we'll get to the X's and O's, and I want to hear your thoughts on the guys out there on the field. Obviously, training camp is in full force. We're in pads. Uh, a, a preseason game is next week. I mean, it, we're recording this on August 2nd. A preseason game is next week. I want to hear what you thought about the team. But if you can just sum it up, what were what were was a lasting image, a lasting uh, thought as you you were leaving training camp, or from what you saw, and and you know, kind of in this next chapter unfolding. The biggest thing that I took away from being at training camp that day was truly seeing how excited and happy the fans were. Uh, people bringing their kids and their daughters and just everybody showing up uh, in order to welcome this team back and show their support for this team. And it lets me know that the DMV is back in full force. Uh, but I saw earlier today, Tory Smith, or maybe it was last night, Tory Smith had tweeted, or extra, or whatever. Uh, he put he put that out there saying that the commanders are going to be better than a lot of people think. And when you're in it and you're as close as you can get to, you know, watching at a training camp, you can feel that buzz and you can feel that fire. Um, I'm excited for what's coming up. So knowing the fans that are, that are back, you know, dialed in and ready to represent, lets me know there's going to be some big things that happen. Yeah, I mean, I you know, you're in Texas. I'm down here in Atlanta. You know, we're not exactly in Commanders or Washington territory, but I broke out the hat, you know, over the, the last week that I don't normally pull out. I was like, man, I'm excited about my team, and I, I feel good about being excited. It's not like, hey, they had a good win, but still they're a train wreck off the field like it normally has been. Like, I do feel like there are some, there's some sunshine. We saw, you know, not you mentioned Torrey Smith. Kay Adams has been out there. There's been some Commanders talk. It, it's, I think it's coming, and if they can put together – um, you know, a successful season on the field to go with all of this stuff off the field, man, that could be something really special. And I'm, I'm excited about it. Um, yes, so, indeed. so it comes down to the guys on the field. You were out there, you got to see all the fans, all that stuff, but what did you see X's and O's wise? What did you see from the players now over the last half week or so they, they put on pads? Uh, what are your thoughts, uh, what lingering thoughts or what you saw that stood out from the guys out there, the 53 guys or at this point, 90 guys that are, are, are fighting for a roster spot. And what, what are your thoughts on the burgundy and gold, the, the players out there on the field? Sure. The, the number one thing I noticed just with the offensive side is that Eric B is going to have a variety of formations. He's going to throw some things at you. And I know last year, uh, Scott Turner had a lot of motions and shifts that he did. Uh, but it, for whatever reason, I like what AB is doing with it better. You know, he just seems to be putting people in positions to to get the ball and in the in the way that they can best take advantage of it. Um, I, I was excited to see Deami Brown 
um, putting his speed on display multiple times. Uh, and that's something that you're getting schemed. You're scheming that person into that position. Um, the offense is going to be creative, you know, and I, I think the versatility between some of these players is going to make some make the uh, make the front office make some tough decisions when it comes to who's actually going to be on this team. Because um, I just kind of I get, I get a feeling that De'Ami Brown is going to end up making himself a good, uh, strong case to be probably receiver number three mm. uh, for this team. So uh, he's bring something special to to the to the offense that they don't have from everybody else. You know, Terry's not really the the deep threat guy like that, and De'Ami Brown really fills that role. So I'm excited to see what he does. Excited to see how EB utilizes all his weapons. Yeah. Uh, one of the things uh, I've heard is that the the defense, and, and I think you said the defense is a little bit farther along at this point in, in time, and it sounds like the defense is farther along, but I'm happy about that. I, I feel like mm-hmm. we would have more questions and more worries if the defense was struggling out there against a quarterback who has only had made one start. Like I want Sam Howe to be good, but I want the defense to make his his life a little tough. So I've heard that they've they've had some some good showings. I feel like we've heard uh, Emmanuel Forbes's name a lot. Uh, Quan Martin, Cam Curl sounds like he's been all over the place, which is exciting to hear. It sounds like Chase Young has looked fast and maybe like he's back to where he's at. So as much as that might be, you know, you're you're wondering it, what that means for the offense. I love the fact that the defense looks every bit the part of, of the unit we saw last year, kind of itching to get right back to it with maybe some more turnovers. Yeah, they they're really. Um, they're settling in. I think that's what Jack Del Rio said. They look really good in the zone match system. And frankly, the more plays that they make right now, it's just going to help them grow and, and bolster as they get closer to the season starting. Because uh, I don't think there's going to be too many surprises on that defensive side. I think you know who are going to be your DBs. You know who your front five, front seven, uh, you know your how how many players. And the roster is almost set, I think, on defense. I don't think there's going to be very many surprises. Yeah. You know, you know who you have. And now it's just getting more reps and seeing what combinations work best. And uh, that's going to be a dangerous defense if they're getting their hands on the football. And I love the fact that they're getting used to getting their hands on the football early because it's going to become a habit. They're going to always fight for that. And it's probably going to be a point of pride. You know, you see how those college teams have the belts and the chains and whatnot. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to have something like that. They might have some Tims for the DMV, but <laughs> I don't know what they're going to have, but they should have something because I can tell this defense is going to be competitive. They're going to compete with each other over getting that football back for their team. Well, we talked about it a little bit. We have, you know, it seems like there are a couple of guys, you know, there are three guys on that side of the football that are potentially playing for a new contract. If you count um, Chase Young, Montez Sweat, and Cam Curl. And I love to see how competitive it is. Like you said, they're, they all – uh, you know, they they, they want to get paid, obviously, but, you know, I think they know that making each other better and playing great as a unit is going to make them all look better. And I feel like that's kind of been the M.O. so far, um, which is which is really exciting to hear. Was there a guy on D- – I mean, you kind of mentioned De'Ami Brown, so tell me if there's somebody on offense as well, but was there a guy on defense that maybe kind of stood out to you while you were there that you maybe weren't expecting or uh, might kind of open eyes as we roll through August into September? Well, I can tell you that particular day, um, I didn't get to watch the defense that closely kind of as we got through. It was hot. It was probably the hottest day of the year I'm up sure. there in in, uh, in Ashburn. So we had to go and dip in the team store, which had a little AC. Uh, and we caught a few, you know, I caught a few few plays here and there, but really didn't get to tune in on one person. It was also the second day of practice. Yeah. But 
just thinking, you know, now they're in pads, you're going to kind of see a couple of different things. I pointed out on Twitter uh, that Kaz Allen didn't look like he was opening his stride that much. Some guys look a little bit slower. I mean, you're, you're almost a weekend, just over a week of camp is, is, is happening right now. And your bodies are getting tired, right? You got camp legs is what they call it. Um, just everything, you're heavy, your legs are heavy, you can't run as well. And there's going to be an eventual break that's going to come up and, and, and how these players take care of themselves uh, can really help determine how their training camp goes. Uh, they want to make sure they get back as close to 100% as possible, get massages, see chiropractors, uh, and, and really take advantage of that time to get your body back because you're beating yourself up right now going through this training camp. Well, we know that uh, joint practices are coming up. We know that they've got the Ravens down the line, I guess, a couple weeks from now. But how, how does the ramp up kind of start with with preseason right around the corner, uh, knowing that, you know, we're in pads this week, got a, a game week. I think the game's next Friday. So how does how does your mindset how do you kind of fight through that that kind of that slog, I guess, is, is the yeah. lack of a better term? Well, the slog. I don't know what the definition of slog is, slug, but I, I, the slug, visualization. Slug. I don't know what word I'm even it looking for. It just sounds. It sounds right. We called it <laughs> the Groundhog Days. It was just the the days of training camp. Generally, it was week two. You get into week two, the fans are not allowed to be there anymore, and then you just feel like every day is the same. It's Groundhog Day. Every day feels like Monday, um, and you really can't wait to get to somebody else. You can't wait to hit somebody. Else. So having the inner squad practice right now will help them quickly shift to competing with somebody else. And then I haven't had, I never went through an inner squad practice. I never mm. did. Okay. Um, and so it's interesting. I always just went to two weeks of training camp and then you prepare for the opponent, which is very light for preparation and you jump right into the game. Um, that's the, how that's the only way I've ever, I've only experienced training camp. So having the inner squad practices, I mean, you're going to see some some tempers flaring. I'm sure there's going to be some fights. Hopefully, nobody does anything stupid. Mm-hmm. Don't throw hands at helmets. You right? can't break a helmet with your hand. I promise. Bingo. Yeah. yeah. So so just just be smart. Everybody's going to get a little chippy here and there at your rival from just up uh, up the road. Um, inter squad practice is going to help you just shift to that mindset of saying, okay, we really need to defend home turf and, and show these guys who we are. Um, but inter squad practice are big. And, and once you start thinking about game planning, it kind of gets a little bit easier, right? You don't go on autopilot, but it's not the same thing where, you know, your defenders, your DBs know your routes all the time. They know your route combinations. They know your play calls. They get annoying because DBs get the chipping. Yeah. And the receivers are like, bro, you've seen this same route for the first play for the past two and a half weeks. Like you're not doing anything exciting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I, and I've, I've heard that, that like, you know, a run play is coming. So, of course, you're going to just fight through it. Whereas you might have to hold up a second knowing, you know, a guy might, you know, actually leak out who's blocking you. So, yeah, I, I've heard that. Not that I have any experience with that, obviously. But, yeah, <laughs> I, I imagine it, it'll be nice to see a different color jersey and hit somebody that's not one of your teammates that you've seen all day long and kind of take out that aggression on another team. Uh, slog is a word though. I just looked that up. I was surprised by it. It felt like it was made up, but work hard over a period of time, um, hit forcefully and typically wildly, especially in boxing. I was surprised that it was a word. So slog is a word. Okay. So it felt like I made okay. that up, but hopefully they can fight through the slog of uh, <laughs> training camp as we roll into the rest of the season. So um, any lasting thoughts on, on the team out there in practice or 
anything as as we move along uh, into, like we've been saying, real games, real action coming up. And now is, is you're getting closer to playing real football. And once the pads get back on, it's about physicality and see who can take that, who can hold up to, to, the, to the consistent battering that happens in training camp. But now you're going against somebody else. So you really have to be on the same team. You're not necessarily always competing against your own. Now you're on the same side. You get to see how this team gels together. I'm excited to see these guys compete. Uh, football is right around. There's a game on Thursday. That's mm-hmm. tomorrow. Hall of Fame game is, is coming up. So that's all of this is just exciting, and it feels good to be a part of it. And I'm glad to be covering the team. And with this season, with this change, um, I'm excited for what's coming up on Believe in Commandership. Yeah, me too. I, I, you, you took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, there will be football games to bet on we, with our, our buddies at betonline.ag. We'll get back into picks. I mean, it's right around the corner. It's already August, which, like we were saying, preseason Hall of Fame game is this week. Uh, preseason game for the Commanders next week. And then we are full football until, you know, 2024. And I can't wait. Yeah. It's, a, it's a great feeling, a great thing to say. And we'll be breaking it all down. Uh, uh, another season. Yes, indeed. Now to do this, check us out on social media, Believe Commanders on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok. And here's a question for you. If you made it this far, you see my shirt. If you're watching on YouTube, Believe Network, it says, when you think of garbage, think of Akeem. Shoot me a tweet at Rated Armstrong. Let me know what movie that comes from. Um, and I don't know if you win a prize, but you'll definitely get a retweet from your boy. There you um, go. Because it's one of my favorite movies. Um, so follow us on all the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. And make sure you tune in on TuneIn Radio, Sirius XM, Stadium, all your favorite streaming platforms. Believe TV is out there for you as well. Uh, for Brian Murphy, I am the original 13th Anthony Armstrong, holding it down for yet another episode of the Believe in Commander show. We'll see you on the next one. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.